0: This is international martial arts star, Steven Seagal. And when I'm not breaking arms, legs, and pretending I invented karate, I listen to podcasts. And you're listening to a great one. Enter the Nerd Zone with my good friends, Paul and Ray. All right, fellas, take it away. Thanks, Steve. But uh, it's it's Pete and Jay. And, uh, wow, celebrity endorsements again. The great... Steven Seagal, and I use that term very loosely. Hey, Pete, are you out there? I'm out there. I wouldn't call Steven Seagal a celebrity, though. No, I'd call him a few (laughs) other things. Uh, (laughs) At least he he admits that he he thinks he invented karate, or as he says, karate.
1: What's he, Ross Geller?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Unagi. (laughs) Unagi. (laughs) All righty. So, hey, Pete, welcome back from Steel City. Thank you very much. Uh, Quick question for you. Is it true that Steel City is the home of Shaquille O'Neal after that amazing uh, blockbuster film, Steel?
1: It Uh, is, actually. They have a big uh, billboard of
0: them. Awesome. That is awesome. Because I understand he used to live in uh, Kazam, Minnesota, and then he moved (laughs) to Steel City. (laughs) Yep,
1: that's true. What's next? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, nerds... uh, (laughs) Pete went to uh, steel city uh, con with our friend, John from nerd and me and uh, Pete and John also have a podcast. Uh, Fact. And I know you're going to talk a-, a lot about that on your podcast, but I do have another question for you. Um, you, you went out to steel city, you're back, but how do I know this is earth one Pete? H- how do I know this is not Pete from earth two or earth seven or gasp earth X. How huh? do I know this is, how do I know this is not Earth XP? Well, I don't like Nazis,
1: so I guess that's a start. And I don't have any superpowers I, I will... either, so.
0: And and uh, even though, uh, you know, we're, we're talking to each other from a great distance, I, I detect that you are not in a mask. No masks. Nope, not today. All righty, so that awesome segue brings <laughs> us to uh, <laughs> Crisis on Earth X, the uh, CW Arrowverse uh, two-day four-hour crossover event. So we touched on it briefly last week, but, again, Pete, compared to some of their other crossover events, uh, how did uh, Crisis on Earth X stack up for you?
1: Again, I believe it was probably the best crossover they've had, and pretty much any crossover that I've seen on TV in regards to superhero TV shows doing crossovers, even like some of the other shows like NCIS and those things. This definitely was a great crossover.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think, like, the big issue going in, and I think it's a big issue now that, uh, you know, Marvel's going to have uh, Infinity Wars come out, is how are you going to fit this entire roster into a massive crossover event? And I think they handled it well. Um, so let's let's just kind of talk about stuff we like, stuff we didn't like. Um, Pete, what, what really stood out to you in this crossover event? What was, like, something you were just like, wow, I can't believe they did that.
1: You know, honestly, I think it was, again, just the, the ability to have all the characters on all of the episodes. Uh, you know, previous, previous crossovers, of course, it was like, you know, Flash would show up here or Supergirl would show up there. This had everybody in every on every show, and then the consistency was definitely the flow of the crossover was excellent.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think, uh, you know, crossovers aside, I think the shows in general, they really set up an atmosphere that when they all do get together, they're not sort of like, wait, who are you again? Or what can you do? Uh, yeah. And, and considering that Supergirl's not even, she's not even of their Earth, it's like she, she fits right in. They know who she is. She knows who they are. But I, got, I, got, I kind of have like an aside question here. So Kara is not from their Earth. And their, and their Earth does not have a Supergirl. <clears throat> Why, when she goes there as Kara, does she wear the glasses? For all they know, that's, she's ba- she's Barry's friend Kara.
1: That's a good question. That's one of, you know, one of those little things that hopefully they'll answer in the future. I mean, we don't know definitely if there's no Kara on Earth One or Earth Twenty Five or whatever it may be. Yeah,
0: um,
1: I'm sure we're going to see some more of more of the the crossover between the Earths on these episodes.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, because there's definitely another we found out. uh, She's the second in command on Earth X, uh, which apparently was taken over uh, the Nazis one World War II and pretty much rule Earth X. And she is known as Overgirl, which, I mean, just with the suit and the mask, you know, the SS sign and Overgirl, I was like amazing and I think um she did a great job I didn't feel like oh there's Supergirl and oh there's Supergirl in a darker costume like they were two distinct people I I felt
1: right yeah uh boy Jay really loves Supergirl huh (laughs) I do love me some Supergirl (laughs) yeah
0: well I I, okay so I'll I'll, (laughs) kind of talk about I'll kind of talk about the Supergirl aspect of it because uh that is one of the shows that I watch um I mean, I thought it was great because, you know, leading up to this, um, you know, Kara loses Monel. She then gets him back. But it turns out he went to a wormhole. He went to the 31st century. He traveled back in time. She's like, oh, you've been gone seven months. He's like, I've actually been gone seven years. Oh, hey, here's my wife. Uh, her sister, Alex, breaks off her wedding to Maggie because Maggie doesn't want to have kids. So he, we have. Sort of like two very hurt women, and they're just like, hey, wedding, free booze, chance to have fun, let's go. And I, I really like the fact that Alex hooked up with the white canary, Sarah Lance. I just, I was just like, <laughs> like okay, well, you know, <sighs> it kind of kept in, it kind of human because if you think about it. Every nerd's you know, dream. Like, oh, exactly. I was <laughs> like, wow, Alex Danvers and Sarah Lance, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you're a big Flash guy, and Flash is really key here. So, like, what, what were some of the Flash elements uh, that you enjoyed uh, in this big crossover?
1: But, you know, I again, getting all the characters involved. I mean, the Flash, obviously, second only the Supergirl, um, <laughs> are, you know, his character and he, his, his involvement and how things always seem to revolve around things that he's done, right? True. So, you know, and that's, again, I just... I, it's hard to explain, but I used—I just loved the way they they incorporated it. him and Cisco. And the one thing I find very difficult, and I don't read a lot of the comics. I'm more of a TV, but I, I do read a lot of the Flash. But mm-hmm. um, how easy it is for them to cross over to Earth One, Earth Two, Earth Eight. Is it like that in the comic books? Are you uh, are you big on that?
0: Um, I'm I'm actually going to refer, and I actually did you know, ask my daughter, cause she reads all the DC stuff and, you know, there, there is some crossing over and everything, but it actually has more to do with, uh, the Manhattan. So there is some of that, not, not in the way we see it on the TV series with, you know, Cisco can open up, um, portals and he could, you know, he can travel to worlds. He could bring people to different earths. He created the device for Kara. In the comics, it seems to be – if I'm off base, guys, call in, write in. It seems to be happening more with Dr. Manhattan in the comics. But, um, no, I kind of do like the way they do that. And speaking of Cisco, one of my favorite parts was uh, Star Labs is sort of under attack by Nazis and Metallo. uh, The Legends come in with their newest member, uh, okay – you know, this is her name, her name is Isis, you know, she's, has the amulet of Isis, so, because that's causing a little, a little controversy, I wonder why, but they're sort of pinned down, and Isis looks around the corner, and she's like, oh my god, it's the Terminator, and Cisco just starts laughing, and she's like, what's your deal, and he's like, I love pop culture references in the middle of fights, and I'm like, Uh, oh, me too, Cisco," and, uh, did, did, you, did you catch, uh, in the, the battle between the Supergirls, did you catch that little uh, reference to, uh, I believe it was Superman 2? No, I didn't. Oh, wow. So, um, Overgirl, evil Supergirl, she's piloting the uh, Nazi wave rider, der, der wave rider. Oh, wait, are you, are, you about, are you
1: talking about, the, why don't we the Why don't we step outside?
0: Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I and it was like, but it was like, it was like right down to the pose and everything. Like, she's like the arms folded. She's floating. General, care to step outside?
1: Yes. That, okay. Now, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> lost there for a second. I fell asleep as we were talking. I bore myself to death. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was a great <laughs> episode. That was a great piece. One of the other pieces I like, you talk about going back to Flash. You know, I uh-huh. love that Killer Frost is really coming out now. Um, oh, yeah. she's, she's very vicious. I do like the killer frost character, but the scene where, uh, when Rory walks in and he's like, didn't I kidnap you once? She goes, yeah, that's <laughs> never going to happen again.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and then even, go ahead. no, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, and, and then when the Nazis pretty much crash the wedding, you know, you know, Rory's like, you know, Mick is like, uh, you know, finally I get to burn some Nazis. And then, <laughs> Killer Frost comes right behind him, and he's like, "Oh yeah!"
1: <laughs> it's he's he that character. You know, I know. Again, I don't. I don't read a lot. Of, I mean, you don't see much about him in a lot of the mm-hmm. comics, but his character is so well written; it's fantastic.
0: Um, Absolutely, I just Absolutely. You know, the
1: lines he comes up with. You know, mm-hmm. just in general. You know, not to spoil things for later on, but the episode. Uh, that just passed the midseason finale. He's got a a line, where they're they're, they're going to burn him. They're going to burn him to the stake or whatever. And he's like, mm-hmm. and the 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 bad guy, and he's like, oh, does that with the fire? He's like, does she just turn me on? Is that something wrong with that? You know that, <laughs> You know those those lines are just like <laughs> he kills me. I mean, I think he makes the show, He makes that show legends oh, wow. a little bit more bearable to watch. <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely um like like as i as i mentioned last week and i've mentioned in past episodes uh i don't really watch arrow except when they have the crossovers uh i was following legends but um kind of getting to the legends uh something i think that's going to bring me back and we'll you know you you mentioned the mid season finale and i do want to touch on that at the end but um you know, this whole crossover kind of started off a little bit with Cisco and uh, Harry developing a formula so that Professor Stein and Jax can separate. They no longer need to be Firestorm, and Professor Stein can retire. Yeah, uh, what did you what did you think of that whole thing?
1: I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm surprised. I mean, I do like the Firestorm, Firestorm character. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's amazing that they want want to separate themselves. You know, and you're thinking. I understand why Jax wants to do it, you know, because he knows that Stein wants to be with his granddaughter and those type of things. But I mean, I want to be a superhero, just like Jack. He's like, I want to be a hero. I feel like I'm doing nothing if they uh, they take my powers away from me.
0: Right. But, but professor Stein did try to come up with a solution, which again was like another pop culture, hilarious reference where he's like, well, I developed this formula. I extracted it from a silkwood spider and he's like, you're going to make me Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah that,
1: was, that was great, too.
0: <laughs> and he's like, well, you're not going to be strong, uh, and you're not going to shoot webs from a gland underneath your flexor tendon. And he's like, am I going to have Spidey sense? And he's like, no, you're going to stick to stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, so I'm the amazing sticky man. <laughs> That's right.
1: So, yeah, yeah I, That was great, too.
0: But wh- how, how did you feel? And now, oh, you know, I forgot to hit the spoiler alarm. But if you guys haven't watched the event and you're this far in, uh, we're spoiling stuff. Yeah, so sorry you... about that. <laughs> so, uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. But um, the death of Professor Stein, what was your take on that? H- how do you think that scene played out?
1: I mean, that was a very touch... – I mean, again, I thought it was a great touching scene. Movie-worthy, um, mm-hmm. movie, movie worthy, actually. Um, mm. But, you know, it's, it's setting up something. I believe it's setting up some other version of firestorm at some point in time i
0: do i think so yeah and i I think what really kind of made it better and there was two instances. two instances of this and professor stein i think was was the first one was the fact that we know professor stein is jewish uh when he married way way back when he married caitlin and ronnie he did it as a rabbi we know he's jewish uh he's fighting nazis yeah. So I, I think the fact that he told Jax, hey, we have to separate you hotwire this. I'll hit the button. And the fact that he was shot and he w- he was crawling to it. He was, you know, the fact that he's fighting Nazis like he, he went out fighting Nazis. And I think, you know, for for Victor Garber, who plays Professor. St- I think that was kind of the way to go out. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, you know, again, talking about the Nazis and Jewish was the fact that, you know, Felicity Smoke is also Jewish. And when, you know, the big plan of um, the Black Arrow, the Fuhrer, the evil Oliver Queen was to basically take our Supergirl's heart and give it to his Supergirl. So Supergirl is weak. Nobody else is there. The only one protecting her is Felicity Smoke, and she steps in front and confronts Oliver Queen, who she knows this is not my Oliver Queen. This is not the man I love, but it looks like him and kind of delivers the line of, you know, my grandparents didn't survive the Holocaust. So Nazi scum like you could take over. I was like, whoa, you know, let's let's give her let's give her an Oscar for that performance. That was amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially coming from not, you know, knowing what had really happened in real life Mm -hmm. with the Holocaust and those things. I mean, that. They were some touching, touching moments.
0: Yeah. And I kind of like that, too, that um, Felicity and uh, Iris, like, they played a really key role. Yeah.
1: I mean, if you look at both of the shows, they really are the leaders of their groups. Absolutely. You know, with Iris, obviously on Flash, they say it, but Overwatch or Felicity Smoke really Mm -hmm. is in control of that team.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and I pick up on that with the crossovers and things that I read because I don't really follow it. But she she's definitely in charge. These those two ladies can handle themselves.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Felicity Smokes the only one on the Arrow show that doesn't talk like they're Batman, which is really good. You know, <laughs> so it's easier to watch her on that show than the rest of them. Oliver, I love you. <laughs> exactly, and that's and that's Diggle saying it to her, not not even Felicity Smoke. <laughs> Diggle. Oh, I love Diggle. (laughs) Um, But going back to the crossover, one of the things that I actually liked is them bringing back Captain Captain Cold.
0: Yes! Yes! Oh, I... He was a favorite of mine from when he got started on The Flash. Uh, Wentworth Miller, who portrays him. uh, I always thought he did an excellent job. And Earth-X, Captain Cold is gay. Yeah. But I always felt that Earth One's Captain Cold, we could have kind of gone either way. Did you ever kind of pick up a vibe on that, on, on him, that he was sort of bisexual or something like that, something along those lines?
1: I have to be honest, I probably subconsciously might have because, of again, knowing that he in real life is homosexual, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of, you can, you see him in that, in that, uh, <clears throat> that light. Yeah, and this is the first time, at least on his major shows that he's been on, that he's actually come out mm-hmm. to be gay within the within the character. And I, for some reason, I think it <clears throat> actually makes him makes him better. Is it, you know, he's he, now he's being himself, so to speak.
0: Absolutely, because it just, no, go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, to, keep doing that. Oh, okay. just Speak and go for it. Who cares?
0: All right, I'm going to go <laughs> for it. Like, like, like Steven Seagal. I'm going to break some arms here. We'll um, <laughs> no, no, I'm going to calm down. No, um, <laughs> because there, there would be times – I'm thinking back to the Flash episode where Flash asked him for help. And uh, I think it was they had to steal something from – they had to steal something. And Captain Cold helps him out, and there comes a point where Flash – actually realizes, like, I might have to kill somebody. And Captain Cold goes out of his way to make sure that Flash does not. And at the end, he's sort of like, as he's, like, sort of adjusting his suit, and he's kind of, like, brushing fake dirt off of him, like, sort of snazzing him up a bit. He's just like, you know, what can I say? I want my Flash to be a hero. And I'm sort of like, does Captain Cold have a crush on the Flash? (laughs) He might have. He might be. Because when he, he makes that appearance... The first thing he does is he turns to Barry Allen and he's like, "Snazzy suit, I love it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which, to which Barry Allen was probably always like, "I knew it. <laughs> you do love me."
1: That's <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um, so, so that character and, and I bringing him back, I think is fantastic.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, and like you said, bringing him back, Wentworth Miller can be himself.
1: Yeah. And again, the, play, the playoff for him and for um, Mick, uh, I can't remember, his, his first name's Dominic Purcell, is that right? Is that how you say his last I name?
0: I believe that's, yes.
1: I mean, they've worked together, obviously, with Prison Break, mm-hmm. another great series you need to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the together, when those two guys are doing scenes, it's like effortless. It's like you're actually watching Captain Cold and Mick having conversations and Doing the evil stuff that they do and those type of things. I mean, I hope that somewhere down the line, these guys go back to being evil, because mm. um, I want uh, the Fl- those early episodes of Flash where he's taking them on. Really, you know, it was great, uh, great scenes and those type of things. And it's going back to the original comic.
0: Yeah, which when Captain Cold makes his appearance, he, he's in the <laughs> Arca. He's got the visor. Like, he's he's like the classic Captain Cold. Oh, absolutely. And uh, they introduced the Ray.
1: Yes. And he's
0: actually getting a cartoon now, too. Oh, I did not know that.
1: On CW Seed, there's a cartoon for him. Yes. So I'm sure we're going to see him again, too. And that character, it's pretty funny. Not funny, but, you know, in his character is also homosexual mm-hmm. and an author of Captain Cold in real life that character as well, is also bisexual.
0: Oh, I did yeah. not know that. Uh, I, I was... actually,
1: no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Nope. Actually, on <laughs> another show uh, out there, if you haven't <coughs> watched yet, um, Quantico, he's in that show, and his character is also bisexual. And, again, I think you see how comfortable he is in his you know, his body, obviously, and, his, and what his life is. He's bringing that to the character. I think it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's great that, you know, they're they're, they're letting these guys, you know, really be themselves and, and really – because I think it's just going to make their acting effortless. You know, when they can really – they don't have to sort of hide a part of themselves. They can really be themselves, and it just – it enriches the character. Absolutely. Oh, boy. Was there anything that you did not like about uh, Crisis on Earth X?
1: Well – Just little things, you know, I, I thought, you know, again, it's just a little too easy to jump back and forth to other Earths. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's part of the show in general. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I, I pretty, I liked a lot of it. I really did. I, again, I'm not a big fan of Supergirl show, but I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not keen on some of the characters that they have. But as far as the crossover goes, I thought it was great. Uh nothing major that I would think is you know, stands out that I wouldn't want
0: to watch it over and over again. Yeah, I, I think my only and it's it's a really kind of small is the fact that they they kinda took uh Joe West and, and Wally, they kinda took them out of the picture very early on. You know, sort of saying, you know, Barry saying to Wally, you know, take Joe and, and um I forget Joe's fiance's name, uh the district attorney. Yeah, um, I'm drawing a blank, but he's basically like, and I kind of understand why because she's pregnant with Joe's son. But I, Joe West is one of my favorite characters on Flash, and I, I, I was kind of like, I think he could have added to the show, but I understand why they did it. So it's it's a very mild complaint.
1: <laughs> you know, and there is one thing that I, and it's very minute as well. Each ep- each show has their own things going on, like the Thinker, and you know, there's Monella's is back and. Mm-hmm. there's very little talk about it on the crossover. Now, listen, they're battling Nazis and Earth-X, but you would think that somewhere behind the scene, somewhere in these scenes, you know, Flash is mentioning the issues I'm having with this person. I mean, you saw it a lot with the Supergirl characters. You know, mm-hmm. they're coming over because they're having man and women problems. Yeah. Um, but you don't really see it in the other shows. And Diggle, was Diggle around? I don't even remember seeing him too much.
0: Oh, Diggle... Diggle had he had the big uh, cameo at the end.
1: That's right. Yeah, he was just doing the the marriage ceremony basically.
0: Yeah, which yeah. Uh, <laughs> which it was just great. Where you know Oliver's like, I know somebody who's ordained, and I'm like, it's gonna be Diggle, and you see him <laughs> sitting there, and Barry just snatches him up, which yeah. he which he hates. <laughs> yeah, he hates that. Uh, don't worry, don't worry, I got it. And then he turns around. <laughs>
1: Now, do you think, uh, you know, going into the future of these shows, that they'll ever go they'll change. Cause remember Flashpoint, they changed the daughter into a boy. Uh, you think they're going to go back and touch base on some of these things that they've done in other seasons?
0: I, I don't think so, because I, I kind of think they made the changes at Flashpoint, which actually affected a few of the other shows, really, except for Supergirl, because she's not part of that Earth. It kind of affected some of the other shows. And I think if they kind of keep going back to it and, and, and changing, it's you're going to kind of lose your audience a bit. I think you had Flashpoint, there were changes. Let's go forward. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: what, I mean, there's some minute things. That, that's some minute things. I actually, you know, I like Flashpoint, was excellent. I thought that was the best storyline I've had. And, mm. you know, changing of characters and things like that are, are always gonna be part of the show i mean look at uh, wells he's had like six different versions of wells on the, oh, yeah. on, on the show right
0: oh yeah yeah so the count the council of wells the council of wells that's right <laughs> but again like i said this this current version of harrison wells harry wells uh absolutely amazing he, he actually had a little pop culture line um when uh overgirl uh, as we learn, she's basically absorbed too much solar radiation. So she's like a walking time bomb. Um, she needs Kara's heart, our Supergirl. She needs her heart. She doesn't get it. They're fighting. And then she's like, something's happening. And Ar- Harry Wells is like, you know, she's going nuclear. She's like, what do I do? He's like, you have to fly her up, up and away. And I, yeah yes. Sure. <laughs> yes. Like, oh. Oh, pop culture references, you never get old. <laughs>
1: never get old, that's right.
0: His character,
1: I actually like this version of him the best, because mm-hmm. he's, he's honest, he's like, no, uh, no, you know, he's straight to the point. Mm.
0: But,
1: oh, the char- Hey, you gotta, we have to do this. It doesn't matter what happens to anybody else. And he, he sh- shoots from the gut, so to speak.
0: Yeah, he absolutely does. And um, kind of, I guess... That's this might be a good point to kind of lead into some of the mid-season finales, which again, now I can hit it. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! If you didn't see the mid-season uh, finales, turn away, turn turn off, don't listen, because uh, we're we're gonna spoil those two for you. Um, in the Flash mid-season finale, which I think was the best out of all of them, even though, yes, yep. even though I love Supergirl, I mean, it was the best. You know, saying that he he tells it like it is. Uh, at one point, he turns to – I believe he turns to Iris and says, look, you're the leader of the team. You have to make that tough – save, you know, save Killer Frost or save Barry. And you have to do it for the good of the – like, he basically he, – he, brutal honesty, puts the cards on the table. Iris, you're the leader. This is what you have to do.
1: Right. And that's that's uh, the – And I think that's – Yeah. Yeah, so – um, so you were able to watch all the mid season finale. You watched them all
0: except for arrow. I I, I, I don't really watch arrow. So, uh, I, I can't really comment too much on Arrow. Did you watch the arrow season finale? I did. I had, to turn
1: finale? The t- I had to turn the TV all the way up to like 50. So I can hear what you're talking about, but yeah, um, it was actually, ver- it was actually very good. Um, I think mm-hmm. it, it, I like the way it ended. Uh, you know, they basically broke up the group. Um, I don't, Spoiler alert again. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, now it's back to what it was season two. It's the three of them. Okay. Going oh, after crime, but we'll see what happens in January when it comes back. I did yeah. like the Supergirl uh ending as well. I liked seeing her fall off the building and smash her head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I. I... I did, I did like it too. Uh, you know, I liked the, uh, the build up to rain, uh, I who is, rain. That character is awesome. Yeah. Who, who, who's really her nemesis. And it, and it kind of seems even though she is Kryptonian, she might be a little more enhanced than, cause it almost sounds like they <laughs> created her. So she might have some advantages over Supergirl because for a TV superhero fight, the fight between Supergirl and rain was one of the best absolutely I, they they tore up national you know the the fact that you know she she beat supergirl i mean supergirl was was knocked unconscious hanging on by a thread and just tossed her off a building absolutely amazing um and it looks like for january um because monel from the comics Monel in the comics was actually sent to the future by Superboy, so here on TV it was Supergirl. Uh, he forms the Legion of Superheroes, which, if you pay very close attention in some of these CW shows, they hint at it because at one point, I think it's in the Fortress of Solitude uh, where Supergirl meets Superman, there's a Legionnaire ring there. And I think they they kind of dropped one somewhere in the Flash and somewhere so they, they were hinting at the Legion of Superheroes and seeing a teaser for the upcoming season, Monel kind of turns to them, and you see them stick out their hands with the rings, and I'm like, we're going to get the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Okay, so you are the Flash guy, so please talk to us about the Flash midseason finale. All
1: okay. right, so the Flash the Flash midseason uh, finale, again... See, the, uh, oh, there? Yeah, you there?
0: I lost you there for a
1: second. Okay, so in a nutshell, basically the thinker kidnaps... Barry, Barry Allen. Any the you
0: flesh. there? I think I'm lo- Okay. Me? I can hear you. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Okay. Sorry. Um, so in the in the in the midseason, the thinker basically kidnaps Barry Allen and kidnaps uh, and then Amnesty, Amnesty kidnaps Killer Frost. So it really it leads to where we we're talking about with Iris having to be the team leader. Deciding who am I going to go after? Ultimately, Barry Allen frees himself from the Thinker, and that, again, a great battle scene between him and uh, him and the Thinker, kind of like Supergirl, where they're hitting the buildings and uh, you know, and then they crash into the water. One funny part of that is um, you know, Flash hits the water. Remember a few episodes ago when they put mm-hmm. the suit and he puts the, the the deflation uh, the deflation <laughs> device into the suit. We actually get to see him change into a different, not change, but it, it manipulates itself into a floating, uh, a floating device. Fantastic scene, great fighting scene, just like uh, Supergirl. And ultimately, at the end of the, at the end of the show, the thinker who moves his body into somebody, his head, his mind into another, another character, brainstorm. Mm -hmm. uh, We, we learn that he sets him, he sets up Barry Allen. Murdering his previous body, kind of like when we, you know, the first episode we learn about Barry's dad killing his mother. So mm-hmm. it's very similar, kind of full circle back to
0: the very beginning. Yeah. Now, uh, when Barry discovers uh, the body of what, what was the finger, and he's actually talking to him on the phone in the form of brainstorm, and he realized up. Uh, he he has a choice right there because he is the Flash. When the cops come, he could be gone and they'll never know he was there. Like they'll just think Barry Allen escaped, and he could he he could run. Do you think? Do you think that was part of the Thinker's plan? Was that Barry Allen, the Flash, is going to exile himself, or did you think he knew that Barry Allen would stay because he loves Iris and he he wants to fight for Iris?
1: I think he. The Thinker is thinking that he's going to be, he's going to stay, and try to. I mean, he's basically trying to eliminate the Flash from ever being back. Um, I think that, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he's just trying to put him in the, you know, how the Thinker is going through this hell that he can't walk. His mind, his mind is there, but the rest of his body isn't there. I think he wants mm-hmm. to do the same thing to Barry. Uh, you know, putting him in jail, he can't do anything. His mind's still there. He mm. knows he can save everybody, but he has to. He because he's not the bad guy. He has to live up to what happened here and try to, you know, make himself prove himself mm. innocent.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think that that that's. I think out of out of <clears throat> well, the three that I saw, I think best just because. I, I honestly I did not see that coming.
1: No, I, I I didn't either. Honestly, no, I did not either.
0: I, I, thought, I think the,
1: mm-hmm. I think the best ending out of all three movies, though, out of all four TV TV series, were Legends.
0: Yeah, because uh, again, big 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 spoilers here. Um, I I pretty much tuned into it because I wanted to see how they handled. Um, Jax's farewell which I thought again very movie worthy uh you know they bid farewell to Jax they send him off uh he's ready to kind of he, he kind of says you know hey I want to start a new adventure in my life he kind of oh, I'm in some different form maybe a different firestorm or or something but uh you know, Sarah Lance sees him off and she gets back on the wave rider, and uh, somebody's waiting for her there. The greatest superhero of all time. Oh, yeah. I was thrilled. Uh, you spoke about the CWC before. You know, his uh, his one season show is on it, and I think uh, this might help bring it back. But John Constantine needs the help of the legends. Yeah, wow. I, I hope he's a, a,
1: a permanent fixture. His character, obviously with the Justice League Dark, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like Hellblazer, but the gentleman that plays Constantine, minus the Ke- Keanu Reeves version, uh, <laughs> has, has a, You know, he, his show is so well done. It's a shame that it didn't didn't stay as long
0: as it could. Absolutely, it, it kind of fell the way of like you know a show like an amazing season, and then just faded away and you know guys if you haven't seen constantine uh get the cw app or actually the cw seed app uh the one and only season of constantine is on there and you'll see what we're talking about because it's an amazing show constantine i think is an amazing character and yeah a legend or if not this sort of kind of idolizes his character and they're like hey you know what Let's give you a second season. Let's give you a second go. Ready?
1: Right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I,
0: I'm so ecstatic
1: about th- this. Makes me want to so, tune in next time for the legends because sometimes the legends, you know, I think as I think we've talked about this before, you know, you have mm-hmm. you have Supergirl, which is Supergirl's flash. They're kind of like right to the comic book, you know, really on target. Then you have mm-hmm. Arrow, which is the dark. Batman version of the cartoon of the TV show Land, and then you have Legends, which is kind of like the comic relief a lot of the time. yeah. yeah. To see it go a little bit darker will definitely, I think it'll make it a better show.
0: Yeah, I, I was glad, you know, I'm glad that Captain Cold uh, decides, to, he, he said at, at the end of EarthX, he said, uh, you know, I'm going to stick around, which I was like, great, you know, it's like him and Mick are back together, and Constantine. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to kind of be the, the comic relief uh, this this coming season.
1: Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's going to turn dark. I hope it turns a little darker. Not, not so dark that I have to turn the volume up and everybody's talking like they're Batman. <laughs> but definitely, you know, I think the storyline a little bit better. I mean, I kind of right now, you know what it is? I equate it to a version of Quantum Leap. You know, Quantum Leap's a great show. And that's mm-hmm. one of my favorites of all time. But they're kind of like just, you know, going from this guy to that, this town, this, this year to that year. And I know that's the concept of the show. It just yeah. seems like really hokey. Does that make sense?
0: It, it does. Because when I when I first, you know, when, when I binge watch it, um, you know, the first season they were chasing um, Savage. Vandal Savage. Yes. And I thought that was great. And they got rid of him. I'm like, okay, what are they going to do now? okay, now we're going to chase Damian Dark. And I was like, okay, we're just, like you said, they're kind of going from time period to time period. Um, It was, like you said, it was getting a little more hokey and corny. And I was like, eh, okay, I think I'll finish out the second season and and I'll kind of, I'll call it right there. But to see that Captain Cold is back and now Constantine is going to show up, I, I am tuning in come January. Absolutely. And I'm definitely going to tune in, uh, you know, they, they keep uh, showing teasers for it, and if you go online, if you go to the CW app, you could see full-length trailers. Uh, I'm going to be checking out Black Lightning.
1: Yes, that comes out that same week that all the shows come back.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out, because that looks really, really good.
1: You know, and honestly, I'll probably have to do a little research. I know I have uh, a limited knowledge of Black Lightning, but I'm actually excited to see it, and probably compare it to the comics that I'm going to catch up on during this this break that we
0: have. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, any other comments on uh, Earth X or just, you know, the CW Arrowverse in general?
1: No, I think that we've really touched a lot of points. I hope that mm-hmm. our listeners will uh, listen to it, comment to us, uh, leave messages, tell us what we were getting wrong or getting right. You know, um, CW, I'm sure there's a million people out there listen, watching those shows. So, hey, give us some other tidbits that we might have missed.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that, that thing that, yeah, we are now, we're now all over the place. Uh, you can still find us here on Anchor. You could find us on iTunes, uh, Overcast. You could find us on Google. Uh, just uh, type in enter the nerd zone. Uh, we're working on actually, Pete, do we have a Twitch page?
1: We are working on a Facebook page, which will be out soon as well as a website mm-hmm. uh, where you can actually find all of our podcasts, not just enter the nerd zone over oh, fat guys in a little coat, nerd in mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. we, as the, the weeks come, you will see, and we will let you know how to get to us. But I think we should talk about what's going to happen next week.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because as you know, you know, today is Thursday. Uh, tonight at midnight, a movie I am highly anticipating is coming out. Uh, I believe Jumanji's coming out, isn't it? Yes, isn't it is. I, I, I'm a big Rock fan. I love love the Rock. But, oh, yeah. Is
1: that the one we're talking about?
0: No, I think there's another movie coming out. Star something. Star, Starplex. Uh... Uh,
1: the uh, Star Jedi, something to that effect.
0: I believe the Last Jedi is coming out.
1: That's what it is, the Last Jedi.
0: Uh, and I, 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 cannot wait. Now, unfortunately, with real life situations, uh, I, it's probably going to be a week or two before I actually see it. But uh, Pete and I were kind of talking, and we were saying, you know, it'll probably be a week or two before we see it. It might be that way with a lot of you listeners out there. So, after we do see it, we will, we will do an episode on it. But we will to spoil it sort to of death. <laughs> Oh, we will spoil the heck out of it because <laughs> once once I get talking about Star Wars, there's no stopping. But, um, you know, next week we're going to talk about an epic space odyssey that really sort of catapulted Star Wars and, and really brought attention to Star Wars and, and uh, The Last Jedi and, and, and all that. Uh, we're going to talk about an amazing space epic is, is that right pete yeah
1: absolutely uh, you gotta wait to see which one it is but it's it it is the one that sets the standard for all these star movies
0: oh it sets it sets a very high standard and uh we'll make this a little interactive so as you know you guys can call in on anchor so if you think you know what uh what space epic we're going to discuss next week call in write in uh go on itunes Leave us comments, rate us, review us, listen to us, please. Um, We're not paying. We're not begging at all. No no.
1: no. 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 No.
0: No. But yes. No. That. <laughs> but yes, we are. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> I was actually thinking, what prizes can we give away? But <laughs> uh, we can give away prizes.
1: A big hand absolutely. Shirt. Thank you very much for. Uh, Knowing what we're going to talk about next week, but you won't ever get That's it. right. one will never know how great this movie is
0: that we're going to be talking that's right. about. Oh, yeah. And it is, it is amazing epic. So once again, before we sign off, please uh, leave comments. Tell us how great we are. Tell us how lousy we are. Uh, tell us how mediocre we are. Yeah, I mean, we love um, that
1: stuff. We don't want to hear about the good things. Not that we hear any no. kind of things anyway, but yes. <laughs> and make sure you listen. enter the nerd zone. Nerd to me and fat guys in the little coat. Absolutely. you are going to get all versions of nerd stuff.
0: Absolutely. So uh, until next week, uh, Pete, I will be seeing you.
1: Yeah, I'll see you soon. Uh, same bat time.
0: Same bat channel. Batman, right. please don't sue us. Yeah, don't sue us. Sorry about that. all right pete i'll catch you later absolutely all right